is Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Coming soon to iOS and Android. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody, the time is here. We are all headed to the Essence Fest this week. I just wanted to give you a little information on what type of show that we'll be recording. Actually, we will be recording press junket style interviews from our table at the Black Wine Experience. So if you have your tickets, we'll be in the main ballroom somewhere. I I don't know exactly, but I'll definitely put that out there on social media when we find out. But we'll have a table. We have a huge uh, retractable sign, so we're going to be easy to find. And we're going to record right there at the table. We are scheduled to do some vendor interviews at the table, but we want to hear from you too. So stop by so we can record some of your feedback on your experience at the Black Wine Experience and what your favorite winery was, what you like to drink, you know, short and sweet. But if you want to be on the show, come find us. If you don't, that's okay too. Just come say hey. So enjoy this uh, mini episode with me and Gigi of the Oprah Rose Podcast. We'll see all of you in New Orleans. Cheers. Welcome to the Swell Suite, everybody. But we are recording on National Bourbon Day. And I have a special guest with me. I am Sarita. You can follow me at Vine Me Up and at Swell Suite on all social media. Follow the podcast, like, tweet, subscribe. We love comments. Share your thoughts. Here's my special guest. Hey, Gigi. What's up? <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Juggling. Yeah. Juggling. Yeah, but I'm good. I'm blessed. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me on this Friday. I know you have a thousand things to do. That's all good. I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Yes. You've been on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's crazy that, oh, wait. No, I'll let you introduce yourself and tell the people about your podcast before I get into that. Go ahead. Okay. I think it's been like, I'm trying to think of the last time. It might, it might have been probably about two years. I think it was two years ago. Wow. So much has changed. Yes, Um, it is. Yeah. Well, um, hello again, everyone. Uh, To those who might have heard of me or heard of me before on a previous show, I'm Gigi from the Oprah Rose podcast. half of the Oprah Rose podcast. Um, and we talk about life, love, dating, um, relationships, personal uh, development, growth, career, um, and all things in between. And uh, we have been podcasting for three and a half years. Um, and so it's good to be back. It's good to be back and, um, and, and be with you and uh talk about spirits again i don't i don't i think we talked about spirits the last time but i we, feel like uh, we yeah we 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 dabbed in spirits <laughs> talked about a lot of other stuff and the yeah. thing is i remember because i asked you and tt 
how would your show be different if yeah. you were in relationships? Oh, yes. I asked y'all, how would the podcast be different if you were in relationships? Right. You probably not said only, bullshit, like, how would it be different? <laughs> not only are y'all now in relationships, but you have a baby now. So a, a lot, lot can things. happen in two years. Yes, it can. A lot can happen in two years. Uh, yes. So two years ago, I was not in a relationship. I was a full-time bartender and I was just traveling when I wasn't bartending. So um, yes. And now she and I are both in, in relationships and the show has changed. <laughs> but so, it's, 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 it's changed, but it's like, it's developed. It's grown. You know, yeah, it's enhanced. Yes, it's for the better. You can only talk about whole shit for so much for so <laughs> many times or for so long. And then it's like, okay, um, let's talk about something else, you yes. know. So right. the good thing is that it's pushed us in a different direction. Sure. Um, and and like you said, it has enhanced and evolved. Yes. So so we're happy about that. Yeah, I listened to the show with the married couple on there. That was really cool. I enjoyed them. Yeah, they're actually I love them. not too far from you. They're they um they're in Baltimore. Got it. Okay. Yeah, they're in Baltimore. They're originally from New York, but they now reside in Baltimore. Um, so that was a very different and great dynamic for us too. Sure. It was, you know, sort of like um a therapy session all, to a degree. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love their honesty. They were yeah, very candid they were yeah and I feel like wait what's the couple that has the podcast now that's all over Instagram um you know their names I do yes you do they're oh god what is their name they're like blown up they were on that show that was on own about being married and being in relationships and then they moved to Instagram and now oh uh, I don't well, think I know yes you do <laughs> oh god what is their name Okay, hold on. I know you know who I'm talking about because you're on Instagram. You have to know. I am on they're, Instagram. Um, do you listen to The Read? Yes. Yeah, they, they're friends of The Read. They've been on The Read twice. Oh, really? I, don't, I think I might have missed their episode. Oh, gosh. What is it? Like, sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, no. Kadeen and Devon. Yeah, I don't know them. You don't? Know- yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're a married couple also, and they have a podcast. Okay. They remind me of um, the married couple that was on your podcast a little bit, but they're even more candid. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they tell it all. How long have they been together? Oh, gosh. Um, I think they might be around your age and they've been together since like college. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he went to the NFL and um she was like a video vixen but then she has a degree and she was doing oh, a bunch wow. of other they got like a long they got a lot of stories they have wow okay yeah. I'm gonna have to look them up yeah anyway um so yes you have a position in the spirits industry tell us about I that. do I do um so I was able to convert my um bartending into um, something that I was equally as passionate about, um, but just from like a different angle. Um, so I work at Remy Quantro, um, Remy, Remy Martin, and then Quantro, the, uh, the complimentary spirit, I guess you could say, uh, key <laughs> ingredient, the key ingredient to a margarita. Um, but I do trade marketing for them, um, all along the East coast from, so from down to, um, Maine, all the way down to Florida, 
um, trade marketing, meaning I market to the trade, which is considered to be um, uh, restaurants, bars, um, liquor stores, uh, the people who operate in those industries, and then as well as the people who consume. So it's a different, um, it's a different terrain because it's less strategy mm-hmm. um, and more so activation and a lot more tactical. Um, and then I work very closely alongside of my sales counterparts who are along, all over the East Coast. Um, so it's a very busy um, job and uh, requires a lot of traveling, um, a lot of going out, uh, a lot of dinners, a lot of parties, quote unquote. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm moving and grooving. Um, I recently transitioned within the company because at first I represented the whole portfolio um, and now I am only on a few brands, um, them being Quantro, The Botanist, which is a gin, um, Mount Gay Rum, Metaxa, which is a Greek spirit, and then St. Remy, which is a brandy. So I covered those five. Um, and yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so when you travel to different cities and stuff, what exactly do you do? Are you the one like making drinks for them, sort of talking behind it and kind of showcasing the spirit? Um, not really. Um, at the moment, it's more so me learning the market. Uh, so in- initially, my market was only 10 states. So it was Maine down to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And now it has expanded. Um, so my most recent travel has been a, a more so along with me, more so along the lines of me getting acclimated with the uh, the state, their legal mm-hmm. parameters, um, meeting with the distributor partners. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, it is illegal for a spirit company to sell directly to a consumer. So we have to go through the t- three tier system, which is we are the supplier. We negotiate deals with a distributor partner who will then sell to a retailer who then sells to a consumer. So it's multi-layered and that requires us to have a lot of different uh, relationships with all different types of people. So my travels as of late has more so been along the lines of me meeting these people, gaining new relationships, getting comfortable with the distributor, um, and then also seeing the bars, the restaurants and the liquor stores in which we're represented and getting an idea of how we look in that market and then creating different tactical, um, plans to approach, um, gap closing as far as sales are concerned. So how can I help the mm-hmm. people in Florida, um, increase their sales when they're down? What are we doing? Wow. Programming wise? So, um, every state, the laws are different. Yeah. Um, as you know, DC is a very like DC. The interesting thing about Maryland is you have DC, Maryland, and then Montgomery County. County, yeah, have different laws. Yes. yes. Um, so that is an interesting, um, just an interesting little pocket in general. But um, I'm sure you're aware. But that's kind of like how I have to maneuver and navigate in my role at the moment mm-hmm. gosh I see why you're so busy that's a yeah. big job yeah man but it's cool it's good it's um I'm learning um 
I love, I love alcohol, you know, so <laughs> being a bartender is very easy. And it's, it's, you go from being like, knowing the consumer, like in the clientele and the market from a very one side perspective sure. it's nice to be able to understand the business from a larger scale um however because we're in the position where we are limited as far as uh operating within that three-tier system it's very easy to lose sight of what is actually happening mm. um on the ground mm -hmm. so um, they try to recruit and employ people who do have um, experience in the trade because it's a, it's a different type of eye. Sure. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So um, how has your palette changed since you've been working for Remy? Has it changed at all? <laughs> you know what? Not really. I think if anything, I am less exposed to new things because I'm always just mm -hmm. on brand. Um, and um, I drink, I'm drinking spirits more. So I typically really just try to drink only wine at home. I love, love, love wine. Mm -hmm. but my wine knowledge has gone like it's plummeted since sure. I started <laughs> We also don't have a wine portfolio. We sold it. Um, so I, I'm not up on the new. And, 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 and the thing about wine knowledge is you have to continue to yeah. drink it. You have to continue to like just learn. And it's just, it's, it's so much. I think at one point I wanted to actually become like a sommelier. And really? I think I, I felt like we might have discussed that on the last show we probably did that I was interested in that yeah yeah um, well the same thing what you're mentioning um is the same thing happens to people in wine especially if you work at an actual winery mm -hmm. create something called a cellar palette when you only start to crave the wine that you're making oh mm -hmm. okay. yeah so it happens to all of us wow yeah I, I literally said to myself Today, actually, I was like, I'm going to go to Aster Wines, um, which is this very popular uh, wine store here in New York. Um, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to buy a really nice bottle of wine and I'm going to go. But before I buy the bottle of wine, I'm just going to talk to them and, you know, see what's see what's out there. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what type of wine do you usually drink at home? What do you like? Um, it's rosé season. So I've been drinking a lot of rosé. Mm. Um, I actually just had my man go get me a bottle because I didn't get a chance to grab this wine that I was supposed to get from Aster. Mm -hmm. Um, however, had I went there, I would have gotten a really nice Napa cab. Mm -hmm. Um, something along the lines of like your prisoner, your, I think there's like Turchill or something just, but have them suggest me something, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I want, I was like ready to spend like a hundred dollars on a bottle of wine tonight. It's probably a better thing that I didn't go. Cause I don't <laughs> have the money for that, but <laughs> I, don't know, I was just like, man, I miss wine. Like I really miss having like a really good glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. I have a, it's a funny story. So the other day I was going to, um, do you guys have, we work there? Yes. Uh, yeah. So I was going to um, a friend of mine's private tasting at a WeWork location mm -hmm. and it didn't start till seven. 
And I was teleworking that day. So I got off pretty early. So I was like, all right, it's a nice day. I'll just go downtown. So I don't know if you've ever hung out downtown DC on a nice day. And it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I left the house at around five o'clock. Every happy hour I could think of was packed. Wow. Extremely packed. There was no room at the bar. There, I, I even knew somebody who worked at the front and they were like, yeah, sorry. So anyway, <laughs> I ended up at this place called um, Mastro's. Um, oh, yes. I yeah. love Mastro's. So yes. we have Mastro's. And so I was like, fuck. First of all, I have not flip-flops. I'm about to walk in Mastro's. I really don't care. Um, yes. <laughs> so I walked straight to the bar. And I've had dinner there, but I've never been to the actual bar. I was like, mm-hmm. I know this is shishi, but they got to have the happy hour, don't they? Yeah, that's a negative. So no. I'm, looking, I'm looking at the menu. And you know, it's one of those days when you're down to like your last $50. Right. So I was sitting at the bar and I was looking at the menu. I was like, hmm, there isn't one wine that's under $15. Yes. And all the food <laughs> is over $20. I was like, yes. What are you about to do? So... I asked the bartender, I was like, y'all got a happy hour going on? No, no, yes. And she was just like, oh, oh, we don't have those. So I was like, all right, all right. Anyway, I got a glass of wine. I ended up getting a crab cake. That shit was like $17. Um, but they slid me like this bread basket. And it was like, the bread was so oh. hot that it was steaming. Oh, wow. Oh, they got good ass bread. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. And the thing is, the two pieces in the front was pretzel bread. Uh-huh. And then they had like real butter on the side. I was like, oh. holy God, this is it. I was like, this is so worth the $45. That's your $45 <laughs> so, worth. Yes. $45 later, I had a crab cake. Um, I think I had a cream monster that has sparkling French wine and I had a bread basket in the show. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That sounds like a, a yeah. great yeah. Friday. Yeah, it was awesome. And then I went to wine tasting to drink some more. But Oh good. Yeah. yeah. What'd you have at the tasting? So it was actually um it's Black Music Month. So, oh yes, it yeah. is. So a friend of mine, she was just gathering like I think it was like ten of us. Ten of us to play music and drink black wine. So Andre Mack, I think he oh. has a wine bar somewhere in Brooklyn, somewhere in New York. Okay. So Andre Mack, he's a black winemaker. He lives in New York, but he makes his wine out of Oregon. Really? Oh God, his wine is so good. Yeah. I want to meet him. Yeah. Oh, he's a really cool guy. Um Andre if you Mack. if you okay. yeah, if you Google him, he'll come right up. But okay. you should be able to find his wine in New York. Okay. Um, but he's always here. Um, he's a big fan of DC and we had his red, his red is called OPP, other people's Pinot. Oh, cute. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then his rosé is called Love Drunk and his, I think his Chardonnay is called Knock on Wood. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's extremely creative. He's a, um, he's a former Psalm and now he's a winemaker and I think he is a wow. winemaker. That's but, phenomenal. Yeah. I just would love to go make wine. I would love to like go live in fucking France or something mm-hmm. for years and have somebody just teach me how to make wine. Yeah. And then I'd come do it. Yeah. That's all of our dreams. <laughs> capacity. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably like 20 years from now. I'm not doing that anytime soon. Um, but you're a city girl. I am a city girl. When you miss the city? 
Um, I mean, I'm originally, you know what? I'm, I am a city girl, but I'm originally from Indiana. So I, I'm used to very rural towns. Um, and that, that feels like home to me. Okay. So, you know, I, I love the city and, and that is home. Um, there's a very like youthful home and familiarity that comes with like open spaces. So I would, I would enjoy that. Yeah. Is there something that you miss about Indiana that you can't get in New York? Mm, my mom. <laughs> but aside from that, honestly, just clean air, you know, just like just really crisp, clean air. The air is different. It's just, it's incredibly different. You can just breathe and taste it. It's, yeah. it's weird. Um, and seeing the stars, you can't see the stars here because yeah. so much dance smog and pollution (laughs) (laughs) no i believe you i believe it um is there something that you think people should drink more of whether it's a spirit or a mixer or an herb in a cocktail anything um i think people should drink more of something that they don't drink period Mm. especially like um those of us who we got that one drink mm-hmm. and that's our jam yeah and we don't really risk anything you know we don't like to take chances um i i love 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 gin mm-hmm. um good gin though sure yeah. you gotta be particular with her because she'll sneak up on you and it won't uh-huh be- uh-huh uh, i think people should be a little bit more open to gin specifically um, there's some good gins out there. Obviously, like I represent the botanist. It's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Monkey 47 is also really good. Hendrix gin is also really good. Sure. Um, so I think if if people were a little bit more open to gin, they would find uh, that it is very pleasant, especially when you have it in a cocktail. Yeah, I agree. It's nothing like gin. Like I think I've had something like, oh, cucumber and gin and watermelon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh it's God. so refreshing. And they throw a mint in there. Like I know it's National Bourbon Day, but I'm not. I don't. I don't think that June. I don't think that they picked a good day for National Bourbon Day. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it should have been in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, the weather is. It wasn't too hot today. It was like actually more so on the colder side. Like yeah. Most- yeah um so you could slide with a a bourbon but if it had it been like 85 like who wants to drink a bourbon drink or neat or rocks like Mm -hmm. on june 14th (laughs) yeah no no you're absolutely right um have you had green hat it's from here yeah green green hat gin is from here they have that um we have several distilleries here okay yeah um, we have a lot of distilleries here. They're popping up everywhere. But Green There's Hat, a lot of local stuff popping up. Yeah, and Green Hat is one of the first, though. And their okay. gin is all over the place, and it's very good. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because you know we're DC. I don't know if this is still accurate, but we're like the number one drinking city per capita. Really? We drink a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, you know what? I actually don't know those those numbers or those insights, but <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it because yeah. you the city is you know populated with Congress and why yeah. else and just you know stress. Yeah, it's how um, we unwind, honestly. 
You said what? It's how we unwind. Unwind, right, right, yeah. 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 I, I get it. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last time, well, this was a while ago. This might have been like five, five years ago, but me and my husband, we just kind of bouncing around New York for a weekend, and y'all had happy hours like all day on like the weekends, like even yes. Saturday and Sunday. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's no, that's rare for us. You okay. might catch it here and there, but okay, I, you know I like that. I like yeah. New York. It's it's a competitive playing field, so yeah. I think a lot of places like to be able to compete in that space, mm-hmm. um, especially if they aren't like extremely high image or super trendy. Yeah, um, because those places rarely have a deal or a happy hour. Yeah, They're a ton of mastros basically. Mm. Um, but if they don't, if they're not trying to play in that space, then they have to, um, they have to meet in the middle a little bit and then be able to compete with someone who may not offer a happy hour, but also may not be so trendy. So it works out. I, I, I love a good divey yeah. place where I can just get a good drink and sure. have a seat at the bar. <laughs> I'm not overly picky. Yeah, Absolutely. What's something that you and um, TT drink on the show? Do you guys usually drink anymore um, during the podcast? Yeah, we do. Uh, (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's been a. We recorded um, a mashup episode with these young ladies called um, Black Girls Texting Podcast, Mm -hmm. and we had shots of tequila, and we chased it with rosé and called it roti. So that sounds perfect. Wait, I didn't, I started that episode, but I didn't get a chance to finish it. Now Girl, I- we was toe up, child. We was toe <laughs> up. Um, that was a nice little, a nice little mix. Chasing the, chasing the, uh, your tequila shots down with rosé. Um, it'll get you there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So this portion of the show, um, just a few questions just to get to know you a little bit better. Sure. Um, Okay, and we call it random and not so rapid. All right, what was the first thing you drank after you had your daughter? You, I saw that. Honestly, is the funniest question when I saw that when you said that to me. Um, I like laughed immediately because my one request, the only request that I had at my hospital with my friends and my family was, I want a bottle of Vouv Clico um, delivered. Like after I have her, that I want a glass of champagne. And um, I had a glass of champagne. <laughs> that is fucking perfect. That's I perfect. That, it, it was, um, obviously the birth was like all crazy and stuff. And, and by the time you get them out of you and you clean up and you're tired, like you just go to sleep after, you know, they give you the meds and stuff. But, um, when I woke up that next morning and, you know, people started to come and see us and see her, they, they did greet me with that bottle of, um, of champagne. So, yeah. (laughs) That was a celebration, girl. One of my best friends, she has three. Mm -hmm. So she's a party of five. Like her whole family together is a party of five. And for some reason, she, yeah, she likes rum. She was just like, all I want is some Jamaican rum. Oh, wow. That was was her, that was her drink. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine. Can't Mm -hmm. imagine. 
All right, next question. The ice cream truck pulls up at your house right now. Mm -hmm. What are you getting? I am getting a popsicle. What kind? Just like a regular a popsicle? A cherry popsicle or red. A red popsicle. Nice and simple. Yep. It's okay. my favorite. <laughs> Love, it. Love it. All right. So this is a fun question. I've never asked anybody on this show. Okay. Pick your favorite stud. All right. You got <laughs> you got Sid from the internet. You got Samira Wiley from Orange is the New Black and The Handmaid's Tale. You got Ruby Rose from is also from Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. And all right, let me see if I can say her name right. Asmarie? Asmarie mm -hmm. Livingston from America's Next Top Model and Empire. Which one is your fave? Sid, hands down. Really? Yep, hands down. Okay. I, I am obsessed with her voice. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with her voice and I just feel like it's funny my, my sister like has a real life girl crush on her <laughs> <laughs> but she just seems so cool like I love her vibey energy um so yeah that would that would be it but I would have to say honorable mention young and may oh yeah I didn't I put her in there for a reason because I feel like it was gonna be I was like oh she's gonna pick her <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Hands down, you know me. I didn't, put, I didn't put Lena Waithe in there either. Okay. I was like, ah, everybody knows those two. Right, right. Um, let's see. If I were to pick, um, I'm picking. I'm picking Samira. I like her. Okay. Um, I like she's her. So. She's super cute. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. That's a good question. <laughs> All right. What's your go-to drunk food? Um. It used to be chicken wings. Um, I no longer eat chicken wings. So it's whatever the hop healthiest option that is available. So at this point, it's probably like chips, chips and salsa. Okay. <laughs> that works. That works. Um, that's a really good option because mine is like, I don't know, something like fries. Mm -hmm. um, fries smothered in something. Yeah. Did you know they smother fries in gravy in Baltimore? Do they? So, uh, so I went to Morgan State. So, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. I lived in Baltimore for a long time. So my freshman year, the first time in the cafeteria, I got fries. <laughs> and they, they don't ask you if you fucking they want gravy on your fries. They just pour it on. And I was like, yeah, nah, I don't know what that is. I, no, just regular fries, no gravy. And she's like, oh, well, you need to say something. What? <laughs> Is that what y'all do here? I don't know. Well, I was all supposed to know, sis. <laughs> I don't know. That's what they do. But they That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. If you caught Oprah in a regular setting, would you rather be stuck in an Uber, in a movie theater, or in your yoga class? An Uber. Easy. Why? Wow. Um, even though I was, even though immediately I'm hesitant to say Uber because I feel like in, um, that's the place where people don't want to speak the most. Yeah. Um, but if we're stuck and it's just she and I, and obviously the Uber driver, mm -hmm. then, um, it gives us an, op it gives me an opportunity to be social. Um, yeah. a movie theater, you don't really have the opportunity because a movie's playing. Yeah. Um, yoga, you have to be quiet. You're right. So 
Yeah. So in Uber, I could, we could actually have a conversation whether she, she would have to tell me no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she might not do that. <laughs> no, I get you it. Know? And I was going to put like, um, can you imagine sitting next to Oprah on an airplane? I, I would probably stare at her the entire time. The entire time. <laughs> I'd be like trying to put something in my, that line of sight. Just yeah. so it looks like I'm looking at that and not at her. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like if, if, I, if I was sitting next to Oprah in a movie theater and like something happens in the movie, I'd be able to accidentally nudge her and yeah. then lock eyes. And then it's like a thing. And then I can say something. <laughs> creating this whole thing in my head. <laughs> you creating a scenario. I love I it. I am. I am. All right. So last question. What rapper would you rather your daughter brought home? <laughs> <laughs> Lil Wayne, Lil oh. Bow Wow, or Lil Yachty? Lord have mercy. Oh, they're all um, they're all terrible. They're all terrible. Um, but I would probably say Lil Yachty because he doesn't smoke or drink. This is true, and he writes songs. I mean, he writes, he writes songs. songs, but he, yeah, yeah. And he's the youngest option uh, <laughs> <laughs> of all of those people. I and doesn't have it. any children. True. True. Mm. True. See, now you're thinking like a mom. <laughs> a mom. <laughs> well, Gigi, thanks so much for joining me. This was so Thank fun. Thank you. Always a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Sure. Before you go, tell everybody where they can follow you and where they can follow the podcast. Of course. Um, I am GG Money 17 on all social platforms except for Facebook. Um, but I don't really use her, so don't bother. Um, and then you can find the Oprah Rose Show anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Awesome. Thank you so much. Enjoy Thank your week. You. Thank you. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 